Welcome to the Fox and Wolf Talk Show, your number one spot for all things design, branding, and marketing. Bringing you incredible and actionable content every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. UK time. Please welcome your hosts, Guna and Leela. Happy Saturday, Fox Moth family. Leela and Guna here to bring you another amazing episode on this beautiful Saturday. Hope that you guys have had an amazing week and you are ready to learn because today we are ready to talk about branding and when it's time to rebrand. If you don't feel like you're in alignment with your current services, products, so on and so forth. And we're going to do this in a two-part series. So today we're going to talk about the first parts of identifying is it time to rebrand? And really, what is internal versus external branding if you're struggling to figure that out? And we're also going to dive into um, different areas and how you can audit those different areas to see if it's time for a rebrand, as well as the disconnect you might feel with your ideal customer audience or ideal customer avatar. Uh, and then next week, like I said, we will dive into products and services and growth within your branding. So I'm going to pass it over to Guna to start us out today. Be sure to share, like, give us hearts, love, tell us where you're at um, when you join in. And the replay viewers, let us know that you watched. Podcast listeners, leave us a review, um, and we will definitely follow back up with you. Hey, guys. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here with us today. And this is a really great topic we are having today. Um, I hope you are having an amazing Saturday and all your weekend has been planned with amazing things to do i know it's like warm and nice outside and you want to spend more time outside but we are really appreciating that you are coming in and being and spending this time with us uh so today is part one of our rebranding series and so yeah when is the that time to actually think about that um and i'm getting this question and i i bet lila as well all the time from our clients uh, because sometimes people think that, okay, I'm making this branding, I, I have nailed down everything, internal branding, external branding, and it's like forever, <laughs> like it will be forever there. Yes, we are creating like, you know, web pages and, and visuals and logos, which is like kind of timeless, which is not just only trends, 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 but also like actual things that will be actual after three years after five and even after maybe 10 well we don't know how everything will evolve technologies are moving so fast but that's what designers and developers do like we are trying to make it long-lasting timeless uh but anyways every year you should review your internal branding so what that means is your internal branding we have talked about that in previous episodes but i will just remind you really quick what it is so it is your mission it is your why your purpose because we all are growing we all are reaching our goals and our, sometimes maybe our why was not so big in the beginning and then we are like oh i already reached that i already reached my goal so what is my why now what i want to reach now what i want to accomplish now what is my mission now so you need to do just your brand um audit i would say every single year without the, with all those things so why you do what you do is it the same purpose are driving you that it was year ago uh, are your mission is the same what you want to call what is your like bigger goals what is your smaller goals so you want to review all that every single year and then you need to see how many things are changing and if there is a lot of things changing 
then I think you would really need to look also into your external branding because it's all linked, it's all related. Because if your goals are changing, maybe even your client avatar is changing, maybe your products are changing. So you want to show that, you want to showcase that. And sometimes, yes, your branding is on point, but sometimes you need to update that as well. Well, we do suggest you to update external branding every three years, like again, do just that audit. Maybe you can, uh, you don't need to do complete rebrand, but you can just like update and tweak up some details, just make it a little bit more modern at that uh, point and um, just more relatable to your audience. And then, because that's again, like something fresh you are bringing in. And, uh, and when you have those things nailed down, it's so much easier to work and be focused when you are having the clear understanding who is your ideal client, what kind of emotions you want to evoke in them, what kind of uh, everything, like vibe you want to be, like what is at attracting them to you. So, and you want to make sure that it's on point. For example, uh, for my personal brand, what I am doing, actually, I do have, yes, my colors, I do have my elements on point and my goal is huge so that's why it's not changing every year uh but i do change every year one color in my branding and it's just because to like make it more fresh every single year so when i started it was just like my teal aqua color what everybody knows together with gray and white shades um and it was with pink and it wasn't like not just only pink color but all like a unicorn colors uh just that was my vibe that was my theme uh, but then when everybody started to like be super passionate about like unicorns and merriments and everything like that, I was feeling that it's like kind of for me outdated already because I was there already before uh, all the colorful hair and, and so on and so on. So I was like, okay, now is the time to little bit tweak up and rebrand. My goal was staying the same. My ideal client was staying the same. My old vision was staying the same. So I wouldn't not like don't need that. But those 10%, those maybe 20% of my branding was not feeling right. It was feeling that it's not me because I am evolving every single day. I'm growing, I'm learning, I'm, I'm having that experience more and more. So that's why I decided, okay, every year I will make it fun. I will just change the color. Maybe sometimes it's like slightly just like the tone, even not the color, but just the shade or tone. Uh, sometimes it's like a little bit more uh, of that. Like last year, I had like all this purple coming in. This year, I have all those like grounded, like sand coral tones coming in together with my original like aqua grayish tones. So it's how you decide, but it should align with you. But it also should reflect to your audience. It also should uh, reflect to your products, what you are offering. It all should be aligned. And if you sometimes I see that as well, like people are having their web pages or lead pages or course pages, landing pages, so many things. And they have made it like maybe year two, maybe even three years ago. And then they have just done everything on social media. And when you go on social media, yes, they are like kind of on point. Everything is like how they are speaking. Everything is aligned. But then when they go to your web page, it's not the same. Even the colors are not the same. The vibe is not the same. The tone is not the same. Nothing is the same. So you really need to make sure that you are on point everywhere. And if you are not, if you are 
feeling that because on social media of course it's much easier for us to just like catch up with like something like some new details to just like change up some things but you need to be aligned in general in every way the same feeling what people are getting into your social media they should get on your web page they should get on your landing page it can't be like so separate it can't be that you are two different brands or two different persons it should be the same so so yeah that's like my really long opening for this uh live stream today about rebranding and when you need to do it so we do suggest it for the recap one um, time a year you need to review your internal branding to see what's happening with your purpose and mission and goals and then uh, every three years or if needed more often uh, then uh, or more often your external branding which is your colors which is your maybe details uh, icons patterns and all the amazing and great stuff so I will pass back it to Lila to continue this um, I see Amazing. So much value. And it's so important to understand internal versus external branding because a lot of times um, the misconception is that it's all the same um, and it's not. So it's really important. That's why you might hear um, branding experts say to you and designers, external, internal um, branding sides both say to you, maybe don't grab your logo on one of those sites that, you know, does it really reflect you in the way that it should, right? Not that it's not maybe something you had to do when you got started. When I first started my business, um, before I was like into the design world and I was just doing photography and I had finished my degree and all of the amazing hours of time I put into knowing what I know, um, I totally grabbed the logo off of one of those sites because I didn't know any better at that time, right guys? Like I had just started, it was almost eight years ago now and I didn't know. Right? I didn't know. And it was just my name. So looking back, it was really good because it was still just my name. And I and um and I and I sent them like my actual signature of my name and they turned it into a logo. So like that was great. But imagine if I would have done like some crazy symbol that like had nothing to do. Like I um I got lucky with really not understanding that what I did was the right thing <laughs> in the wrong way. So with that being said, um three years ago. We went through a huge, uh, actually three and a half, I think, almost years ago. Man, the time is flying. Um, we went through a huge rebrand when my husband and I got married, and we were going to work together. Um, Alex has an incredible ability with um, content and writing as a communications and English uh, major, degrees in both, and he just he ran and worked on a radio station, and um, he has a podcast, and he just is a really, really um, brilliant writer. And so when we decided to work together, I thought man, we're going to have to rebrand because previously my company was LM Photo and Design. And uh, my name is Leela Marie. So that was very self-identifying just to me. And, um, and I felt like my colors of green and pink were really not going to be where we were going together. And, um, and, it, and, and I will tell you guys, when I did that, a little part of me was like, man, this is kind of hard to like, let go of the old and start with the new, right? But the new meant a lot of new services. It meant a new audience. It meant a new reach. It meant 
um, a new collaboration, like not just in the fact that my husband and I are married, but now we're working together and how that aligns with our, with both of our goals. So when we did that, you know, I've always also been very like into earthy tones and I love nature. So it was very easy for me to want to choose the colors that I did and um, Rooted Sparrow um, comes from the idea. So when you talk about internal branding externally, I want to give you guys this example because it's really, um, really important to understand like what goes into these concepts behind when you see someone's logo and you're like, well, that's really cool. Like, how did you come up with that? Right. So I wanted to under, I wanted people when they came into my business to, first of all, to ask me what it meant. Right. Because I wanted the opportunity to explain to them why I chose a sparrow and a sparrow. The reason there's, this is a very short detailed version of this, right? But a sparrow is just kind of a nonchalant, like it's not a robin, it's not a red robin, right? It's just a sparrow. And sometimes we feel that way with our visions. We feel like they're kind of mediocre. We don't really believe in them as much as we should, right? But it's still just as valuable as everybody else's idea. So no matter how mediocre or simplistic or the same you feel, like the sparrow, right? It's just a sparrow. You still have the ability to fly no matter what, right? And so I'm very rooted in the concept that Every concept, every vision, every mission that an individual has still can fly. It doesn't have to reinvent the wheel. And so we really took time to like go through that in our heads and develop what we were. Where inspiration meets creativity. That's our tagline, right? We worked very hard to come up with this together. And, um, and it was a beautiful collaboration and how it happened. But it wasn't easy to say like, okay, goodbye, old brand. Hello, new brand. It took about 90 days. Um, to sit down and really clearly define as a designer, this is my job, right? So imagine like why, how long it could take you to try and figure it out without anybody's help, right? And I had my husband who is a content creator. So together it was a lot easier. So don't be afraid to reach out for help. Um, if you are doing it by yourself, posting groups that people can give you feedback, right? Because it can be really hard to like make all of those decisions alone. Um, Guna and I both have free groups. You can come in them, ask questions. Guna's group is Brand Style Insiders, you guys. She talks about branding all the time. And in my group, I talk about leadership and growth and alignment with your ICA all the time. Our groups complement each other. And you can be in both and we will give you incredible feedback if you're trying to rebrand, if you're trying to run um, new services and new products which is what we're going to talk about in part two because it's such a loaded question. So what happens then when you start rebranding, right? Does it mean you have to change your name like I did? No, it doesn't. You don't have to change your name. But like Guna said, it might be changing colors. It might be re-changing up your logo. Maybe maybe you got a logo like I did <laughs> and then you kept it forever and you're like, this is not an alignment, right? And 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 maybe maybe it's a logo. Maybe it's your colors. Maybe you love your logo, but you didn't love your colors. Or maybe you just really, really are needing some new visuals. Like you've never had professional visuals done and you really, really want to up the level of your brand. It could be professional photography. Um, Guna and I are big proponents of use what you have. But when you're ready to have a pro, it really does. It feels nice. It feels nice to have a pro come take photos of you and to put those up. Or even if you have a friend that's really, really good, like ask them to come help you because the selfies are hard to make look like they're your own shots when you're trying to use them always in a professional manner, like on LinkedIn or say your business cards or whatever else it might be or your portfolio um, covers. So that being said, um, when is it time to rebrand? Gonna walk through your internal, external branding parts, right? And I think one of the bottom lines is when you start to feel disconnected. When you start to feel totally disconnected with 
what you're offering and how you feel on the inside about it, it's time to take a look at what you're doing. Like, don't be afraid to say, doesn't mean you're quitting. Doesn't mean you were doing something wrong before. Just means you've gone through a new journey and you've kind of changed and you've sort of switched paths and you're like, all right, I'm ready to start something a little bit different. I'm ready to add in a new service, right? And you have to inform your audience. And we're going to talk about that too. So you guys understand the process of like timeline. What is a good timeline? And I'm going to pass it back over to Guna. Um, but if you guys um, are not following Fox on Talk Show, definitely follow so you don't miss like next week we're going to do part two for those of you hopping on and off. Definitely follow because next week we're going to talk about the other side to this. Uh, and it's powerful. It's really powerful because branding is people listen, people want to buy from people. They want to buy from people. They don't just want to buy from your company. So you have to understand the power of externally branding your internal purposes. So I'm passing it back over to Guna. Yeah, so this is powerful and I really love Lila's ex uh, examples. It's super great how you can see how different and you can actually do the research as well. There's so many people who are influencers who are talking about how they rebranded, how they started, how everything happened. Like, uh, And then it's really important that you are having those people around you who can support you. And uh, I really love the tip about going in groups and asking for feedback. That is really great way how to do it. But again, also always remember only posting those groups where you really trust to those people where you would want to learn from them and exchange the places even with them that they held that um, actual like feedback. It's like um, uh, how to say like it's it's actually like good feedback for you because. As you know, like there's so many people and your ideal client, your ideal client avatar is just who it is. And you need to make sure that it's not like that you are not asking uh, feedback. Like let's say you are, I don't know, baking cakes and then uh, you are making this amazing logo and all the visuals and all the internal and external uh, branding and everything putting together. And then you go uh, to the group, which is maybe selling furniture and then asking, oh, what do you think, guys? Do you, do you, is it relying to you? And, and it's like, there will be so many op options. There will be so many, oh, I like this, I don't like this, I don't think that it's like, and that's always happened. Like, never feel bad about it if somebody's saying and criticizing all that, it doesn't feel good to me. Because then you need to ask, okay, so you need to be like really um, critical as well. Okay, so this person, is it that person my ideal client? Is it that my ideal audience that I want to reach out, which I want to like to help to buy my products and services and use my services? And if that person is, then fine. Then yes, you can take this advice and like, okay, I will take it and write it down. I will take another, another people feedback and then I will put all that together. But if that person is not even close to your ideal client if it's like maybe you are serving women and that's a man or maybe you are um just like you know different things like uh, maybe you are um uh, working with high level influencers and, and industry leaders but then commenting all only people who are just starting out which is startups and and they are not in the same level they are not in the same journey uh the chapter is different and it's the same relates with so many different people so that's why it's so important to have this ideal client avatar and when you ask for the feedback then you really need to ask for people who will uh be um those who will actually use your products and services and build it around uh, the awareness as well uh so uh, so this is really really important to understand and um and yeah and always like talking about timeline it's always um 
it's not that you can rebrand in just one click. That's it. I decided I made some visuals and, and here I go. I'm new person. That is not how it really happens because imagine you have been all the time that one thing, one person, one brand. And then even if you do this rebranding overnight, like you, you, you are hiding everything, all the information, and then you're just like, boom, that's me. Then you need to understand the consequences because somebody will think, okay, who is me? What you was before? Like, I don't, I, I'm not sure if I know you because if your brand before was not talking strongly enough before, then they may not know you. Maybe they know you, but because your rebranding is so big difference, bless you, so big difference, so huge um, change that they are like not really relating you to the previous brand or person you were. So that is really important to take in consideration as well. Uh, but but yeah, so there's two ways how you can actually do the rebrand. So let's say everything is done, you are ready to launch. So there's two ways. You can launch step by step. Let's say you just tweak up a little bit logo, then you change it and let to know your audience. Then you change up slightly colors and then you start to slowly one by one implement them. And it's just like a natural transition. You are not bragging about your rebranding. You are not telling a lot of things. You are just sharing, oh, like there is my new cover. Oh, there's my new web page. Oh, there is that new, but like kind of by the way. And the transition can go like months, two months, three months, even like six months. And that transition is like natural and everybody is like following to the journey and like yes it's evolving but then when you look back yes from day one to day like i don't know 90 or or uh 180 whatever it's like completely different brand but it has become so naturally you are swapping maybe some services or or products you are swapping something different and it's just like you bring those clients into the journey which makes um everything like so natural like feels right and they know that yes you was that person and now you are this but they even don't know when it happened it just happened because it's amazing then another thing what you can do is to just make that really big boom like one day you are one person and the next day okay it of course takes a lot of time to actually prepare and do all those audits and, and actually do the graphics and all those things but like let's say what it's already preparation has done and you are one day one Thing, and another day you are just like announcing it to the boom like wow there is like rebrand and you are just screaming about it everywhere you are participating in interviews in podcasts in um uh, appearing in other people's social media they are talking about you it's like everywhere so you need to spend a lot of actually um preparation for that as well because you need to reach out to those people okay do you will um advertise me or like do you will promote me that is like I'm, I'm launching I can give you this and that value or information like for your audience but will you just like kind of uh, help me to promote that I am rebranding that, that it's like kind of the thing right and you need to make sure that everybody knows that maybe even you need to invest in some um paid advertising to just make it happen because if you're doing it like so like with like the bank it's much kind of harder to do the transition but sometimes it's so powerful so you just really need to again talk to people who know the thing or two <laughs> about branding and marketing and then you can nail down your strategy what is the best for you is it like slight transition or is it like the bank for the if you have already huge following then the bank can be so impressive and it can be an amazing thing to do when you are smaller then the 
slightly strategy uh, of transitioning is sometimes better. But sometimes no, sometimes it's again great like just to be boom and that's who I am. So there's a lot of different things, a lot of different angles which you need to think about and it's just not like easy as that. Like, okay, I'm just making a new logo. I'm just making this new and I'm just posting and everybody will know. You need to think about that. You need to like actually have your strategy, have your plan. Because if you don't have your plan or strategy, it will be just mess and no one will understand what is happening. Why, why, why is that like that? You need to have that story behind why you are rebranding. You need to have that like proof that yes, you have evolved, you have the different knowledge, you are changing the service, you are transitioning to somewhere and you need to talk about it to clients. So rebranding always takes a lot of effort. It always takes a little bit more extra attention to it, a little bit more extra posts in social media, a little bit more extra posts maybe on your um, blog or web page. Uh, some extra newsletters to coming out, some extra Facebook and Instagram stories, like some extra things because of your rebranding next to your actual workflow, what you are doing. So when you are deciding to do that, don't just decide that like, okay, yes, people will do it for me or maybe you are doing it yourself, uh, designing, and then you will just launch and everything will be, wow. You need to plan it because you need to have that extra time to actually talk about more and more, tell those stories and uh, just to inform your audience because transparency is the most important part in entrepreneurship. And if you are not being, oh, I don't know if you hear it, but something just dropped really, it's just smashed. <laughs> so I will need to go take that out. Uh, but anyway, so if you are um, doing that, it's, um, it's really important that you are being transparent, that you are taking your audience into this journey that you are taking them with you you are getting them excited together with you and they are super excited and happy to see where the journey will be how they can participate how they can uh, be part of because that's their story as well oh i see in the transition i see where the person was there and now they are there and it's so inspiring and and that's how you can build the brand awareness that's how you can build a tribe around you and it's super super important so I will pass back it to Lila to wrap it up uh, today's first part of uh, rebranding. And the next week will be super exciting. So keep tuned um, and follow uh, our show to just get those notifications. Uh, share it away if you feel it valuable for your uh, friends and audience as well. So we are super happy that you are here today. Amazing. So, so, so much valuable advice. Remember guys, when you listen to something that's different or new, especially you're only taking in about 10% of what you hear. So if it resonates with you, save the video and rewatch it and make it your homework guys. Like that's the thing. The biggest growth in my life has happened through attending some pretty incredible events um, that have given me a lot of homework, homework that I've taken in for an entire year that I, that I digest and redigest and go over and over and over again, because it really is powerful to see how the continuation of where you're at and where you want to go and the alignment you want to be in is a constant, never ending pattern of growth. And so if you're not continuing, Continuously evaluating where it is you're wanting to lead yourself because if you can't lead yourself this is what I say in my group leaders of leaders right if you cannot lead yourself you cannot lead anybody else so if you don't know how to lead your brand with integrity you know how to lead your brand in a way that allows people to connect with you right and allows people to understand what you do and how you can offer them a solution or hope in their business and in their needs on their journey they're gonna skip right past you 
And so if you're struggling right now and you're like, man, I'm not getting engagement. My clients are not hopping on board. People that I'm wanting to work with are not noticing me. I'm really struggling with figuring out why uh, my brand isn't even resonating. My external branding isn't even resonating with how I feel on the inside. My homework to you guys, our homework to you guys this week before next week, because next week we're going to dive in. We're talking about products, services, growth techniques. Um, we're going to talk about identifying your ICA. We've talked about it before, but we're going to talk about it again because it's in a different context. Um, and it's going to be powerful. And we're going to go deep and it's still going to be a 30 to 45 minute show. So have your pens ready. <laughs> but this week, if you want to be ready to do that with us next week, think about these things, really think about it, really think about who, who is in your audience right now. Like, and if your audience, if you can consider your audience being your personal profile and you have like 500 friends, you need to work on that. Um, and still quality, but you need to work on if only a hundred of those 500 people are part of your ICA, that's not a very big network. So work on networking with people, right? Networking is huge. It doesn't mean that you have to have 5,000 friends, but it definitely means that the majority of the people inside of your circle should be either people you're learning from, right? People you uh, are connected to mutually say as business owners, and maybe you can, you know, exchange services and things of that nature. Obviously you have some friends and family. Okay. We all do. It's Facebook. But the other part of that should be people that are really wanting to gain knowledge from you and maybe your product or service, right? It's, it's huge. Networking is huge. If you're using your personal profile for that, pay attention to it. And people that are lurkers and they don't do anything and they never talk to you, get rid of them. They're not productive, right? They're not productive. So that's your homework this week, you guys, for those of you who want to join us next Saturday and really dive in, think about your audience, think about where you're going. If you're not in alignment with your branding, with your internal branding externally, you need to fix that. Um, take a sheet of paper and write down your mission, your values, mind map, all of the words that come to mind when you think about what you want your brand to represent externally. And if you look at what you have, your products and your services, and it's not doing that, fix it. It's time to fix it, right? It's time to out with the old, in with the new. You can do it slow, like Guna said. You can do it fast, like um, Guna said. You can do it in the middle, like I said, where we took about 90 days and completely swapped it up, but that was two of us working together. Um, so slow and steady usually wins the race, you guys, in making slow improvements and adjustments, especially if you do not have uh, a designer or a team stepping in and helping you build everything out. If you do, then you might see it happen in 90 days, like lickety split. Um, but if you're doing it by yourself, don't rush and make mistakes, right? Don't rush and make mistakes. So we will see you guys next Saturday. Thank you so much for joining us. Again, if you found this video valuable, please, please share out. We're here to add free value every Saturday. Podcast will be going up soonish. We are still figuring out music um, and uh, and follow so that that way you get the notification Saturday, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. in the UK. And we will see you guys next week. Have an amazing weekend. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us for another incredible and actionable episode here at the Fox and Wolf Talk Show. Be sure to like and follow us at the Fox and Wolf Talk Show on Facebook and subscribe to our podcast and email list today at gunaandleela.com to stay up to date on future shows and events. We can't wait to see you right here, your number one spot for design, branding, and marketing next Saturday, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. UK time.